welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Hey, Michael, how's it going, sir? Stephen, man, I'm good. How are you this week? Man, doing great, doing absolutely phenomenal. Loving it, loving the new podcast format, and uh, excited about uh, doing these types of shows going forward. Yeah, I'm excited about it too, but I got to acknowledge, you know, I feel a little naked, you know, in this uh, in this podcast episode today because I'm here with zero notes. I have no notes whatsoever, uh, but yet we're going to feel a good crisp 30 minutes worth of conversation about something important, I'm sure, but I have no notes. You so, know what that's called? I'm excited about that. That's called showing up empty. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes, Showing I up am. empty. And, you know, sometimes that's the best way to do it because you can absolutely go with the flow. It's not prescriptive. You don't feel like you have right. to get every bullet right. point in and it could just be a great conversation. Yeah. Best I know, I mean, you know, we, we have a general topic we know we're going to talk about, but where it goes from there is anybody's guess. Wow. So let's see where it goes. So what um, you've got a pretty big thing going on in your business right now that we decided to talk about on today's episode. So why don't you start with telling the audience, what's this big transaction that you've just recently made? And, and uh, you've got some big, big numbers associated with this. So I'm excited to share this with our audience. Well, they're at least big for maybe my mindset at this point in my oh, online yeah, journey. Definitely. You know, I would look back on it five years from now and we'll maybe chuckle. It's like, yeah, those weren't big numbers. But, <laughs> right, but right. for right now, they feel huge and gigantic yes. and uncomfortable. And I think that's the reason we're going to talk about this today, because I think this will resonate well with people that are starting an online business that are looking at different ways to maybe jumpstart or accelerate the journey that they're on. So I think this will fit fit right in. So to your point, this big transaction for me is, is I'll, I'll start out with what it is and I'll give a little backstory here. This is a website purchase that I'm doing to accelerate the brand that I've already created around this notion of army promotion points. If you listen to any of our prior episodes, you'll quickly realize I've been talking week after week after week about my journey starting up this niche business around army promotion points, helping soldiers and certain enlisted pay grades, if you're familiar with the military, get promoted faster by accumulating points, which is the basis of that process that the army has. So I started this brand called armypromotionpoint.com. And that's certainly in the show notes and people could check out that website. The way I intended to monetize that and still do is to create courses that can serve soldiers and accelerating the time it takes to get promoted. So I've done that. I've created the course. I've kicked it off. I've had a number, a few students, three to be exact, three students who have paid me actual money to go through that course. And, and the feedback has been positive. But through this process, and I started this back in late April with this specific niche. And now fast forward to we're recording this basically the first of October. 
tomorrow's the first of October. So about five months or so, I've been able to, you know, organically grow a little bit of traffic, complete a course, sell a few copies of the course, build out the website, incrementally see growth in traffic. And I am getting there. But as we all know, any new website, any new business, it's going to take some time to get traction and to get known out there with this brand and to get people into your world. So that's right. that's kind of the backstory and, and where I was and where I'm at. And now the go forward part of the discussion will be the decision to acquire a website that could fit nicely into this brand. Yeah. So let's start there. So, you know, one of the things I'm interested in is just how did you even think, think of this? You, you know, I was, as a part of our mastermind group, I remember you starting to talk about this a little bit, but for the audience, you know, what was going through your mind as to starting this process? You know, and it, I'll tell you, Michael, it was, it was a bit nerve wracking and scary for me because I I've never gone down this road before. And, and as it became a little bit more plausible, then the numbers started to kind of play into my mind. So I have to get my mindset right. But the mm -hmm. way I came across this opportunity is by building up my brand of armypromotionpoint.com. I was looking for competitors. I was looking for mm -hmm. people who are more established in the in a similar niche or even a direct niche that I'm in and see what they're doing, see how they're ranking in Google specifically, and take it, taking away observations and things that I could apply to my business, and frankly, see who I'm up against, and how can I outrank them by doing specific things around search engine optimization, and things like that. So through using a bunch of different tools, first tool I used was Longtail Pro, and if you haven't used Longtail Pro, it's a it's a pretty cool tool where you can go in and, and search keywords and longtail keywords, which are basically keywords that have four or five, six or more words in them that are that are much more niche that people search for specifically in Google that there may not be as much competition around that you could rank easier. And the brand that I'm in, this this niche of promotion points isn't a very difficult niche to rank for when you compare it to say Nike or uh, mm -hmm. Walmart or something like that. I mean, it's not even close. It, it's much right. easier to rank. It's so niche. So through this process of identifying who my chief competitors are in Longtail Pro, you plug that information in and it'll bring up what they call a SERP analysis, which is a search engine uh What's the RP? What's the RP? R uh, something ranking. I don't ranking. I don't know. You're, you're the expert. Here, Search engine me. ranking I position. I made the RMP and up, uh, but <laughs> like you know it. what? Like it, it sounds great. I'm going with it. That's now what SERP is. It's so, a score that represents <laughs> yeah that website, right? Yeah. Well, it shows you where where you're for those keywords. Like my one yep. of my keywords was our, was Army Promotion Points or right. Promotion to E5 or something like that. When you plug that in, it gives you what the first page in Google looks like for those right. keywords and how right. much traffic is driven to those keywords. So on this first page, I kept seeing some recurring themes. Two websites kept coming up on the first page for all or most of the keywords that I was interested in ranking for. They were, it was cutoffscores.com and ncosupport.com, and they were 
regularly ranked on the first page. And I'm like, wow, cutoffscores.com is a direct keyword that I use. Right. And that domain's not available. Somebody's got it, right? So, and they're ranking consistently on the first page, not only the first page, but in the first one, two, or three spots of the first page, which that's kind of prime real estate if you know Google, right? That's mm -hmm, right. people pay a lot of money to be in. Yeah, you top want to spot. be on page one if at all possible. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, I saw a stat around 85% of, of all clicks come from the first page of Google. Yeah, right? I know for me, in my Google use, I rarely go to page two. Right. Rarely. And of the 85% or of the total clicks, about 50 or 60% are like in the top two or three spots. Right. Right. So yep. it's really prime real estate. So I'm looking at these competitors and I'm saying, man, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice to be in that position? Because it takes months and months and months and sometimes years to mm -hmm. get the get the credibility or the domain authority, as some of these tools call it to be able to rank that high. And that's what I found. So that from a competitor standpoint and from a, a research standpoint, I figured those were my two competitors. So I, I know you, you started using Longtail Pro and I think maybe Uber Suggest as well, but you started with the purpose of how do you improve the search engine optimization for your own content, your own website? And then you kind of transition to, well, let me investigate my competitors a little bit and somewhat, you know, fortunate for you, you started seeing the exact same two websites um, in, in the top of the list for pretty much all of the keywords that you were going to be, you know, trying to rank for and, and using. Uh, and so that was easy. It sounds like for you to identify that those are main competitors of yours in the specific niche that you have. So yeah. people searching for those kind of keywords they're going to see these two websites long before they're going to see yours. Yeah, I was. I think I was on page six or seven of Google at that point. And you got to remember, this is a very niche-focused area. So you would yeah. think that it would be a little easier to rank. And it is easier to rank, but you do need a little bit of time to simmer out there in Google land to, mm -hmm. to build authority, to build relevance, to build... Uh, that presence out there. And, it, and there is no fast track to do that. You can do all the optimizing you want to your website. And I have uh, based on SMSEO training I went through, but it just takes time. And that's just the reality. You can speed that up a little bit, but you can't change that reality to ranking better sometimes. So what I've done, I went through a group coaching program with a, with a good friend of mine named Jake Lang from the entrepreneurrightalong.com. I'll give him a little shout out here. So I went through a group coaching session with him and, and we were actually looking on a one-on-one -on -one call. We were looking at, at my site and mm -hmm. Longtail Pro and looking at competitors. And he actually made the comment to me. He said, uh, you know, let's take a look at that site. So we pulled it up. We looked at it. It was horrible, horrible. Ugh. What I've learned mm -hmm. since then is a, uh, site, uh, a Yahoo small business site builder legacy site, highly non-optimized, not mobile friendly. Yeah. And it was, and we were looking at this going, I have a great looking site. I'm story branded from Donald Miller. I got all this stuff going on. I can't rank like this guy does. And his site looks, looks like a legacy site. I should be able to outrank this guy. And we discovered that 
yeah, I could, but I need to do a few specific things. And then the conversation turned to, I wonder what life would look like if I could just acquire that site, Mm -hmm. right? And that was just more of a, just a a comment and passing. It wasn't serious. But then what I did was, is I took those, that discussion and I went back to his website later and I reached out to him via a contact link at the bottom. And I said, Hey, um, no, no, I take that back. The very first thing I did was through Namecheap, who I use for all of my domains. So Mm -hmm. Namecheap's great. If you're looking for an inexpensive place to get domains. And if you want some good WordPress hosting, that's very inexpensive and good performance. Namecheap is something I'd certainly recommend. We'll put that in the show notes along with Longtail Pro and Uber Suggest as well. But when I, when I uh, went to Namecheap, I said, Hey, let me make an offer on this domain. So um, I didn't, it wasn't even make the offer. It was like, will this person sell me this? So I went through a broker, got like 20 bucks and they go out and they try to find the guy and see if he's interested in selling. He didn't respond. So during that process, I went to his website, hit the contact link, sent him an email thinking one chance out of a hundred, whoever this person is, is going to respond. Lo and right. behold, about four or five days later, he responded. And I sent him a very thoughtful email, at least I thought was thoughtful, that said, hey, I really I really dig your site here. I, I'm, in a, I'm in the same area Uh, is there a way I didn't say, can I buy your site? Because I wasn't sure at that point what I wanted to do. I said, can we Mm -hmm. partner together on uh, an affiliate relationship where I can take these courses that I've built and use your traffic and your Facebook? I failed to mention that he has a Facebook page that is very mature with over 200,000, about 200,000 followers on it. So uh, can I use your assets to maybe help me sell my course and I'll give you a 40% commission on it. And what I later found out was, first of all, he said, heck yeah, I'll do that. And subsequently found out that he was not putting a lot of time and energy in his site or his Facebook page. And the thought of just uh, getting some passive income additionally from this was good and, you know, he's going through med school. He lives in Panama. He used to be in the army. He's, he's an entrepreneur, does other businesses as well. And he was all for it because it was no heavy lift for him. So that's how we yeah, got yeah. connected and then entered into an affiliate relationship. So the three courses I sold earned him 40% of the revenue for that. And I paid him and he was interested uh, in continuing that. So we started putting my links or my course up on his website mm-hmm. that um, we'll talk about how the next yeah. phase of that relationship went. Yeah, you know, I remember you showing me his website for the first time. And I remember thinking, man, this thing look, looks like it was built in the 80s. Um, and then when you started telling me about Yahoo and Site Builder and all that, I, it, it might have been built in the 80s. It, it definitely looked like that and and, and all. But, uh, but yeah, to me, that's an, that's an interesting you know, kind of mindset and, and shift and, and journey that you went through. I mean, you went from, you know, uh, I think you said you and Jake Lang were, were on a conversation and you throw out an idea, what if I bought this? But then you sounds like you kind of quickly ruled that out. I did. But then you, you did some more, you know, some more research and some more investigation in, into this. And I really like how you landed kind of in the, some middle ground there with, uh, an affiliate partnership, right? What's the old analogy? If you can't beat them, join them. 
Well, I think you could have beat him, but to the point you were making earlier, it would have taken you a long time to do that. So why not join, right? And I think your proposal of an of a partnership, an affiliate partnership, because it was clear that he has that website out there for passive income as much as possible. And I know a lot of the the niche businesses that you're wanting to build, you're wanting to build them in that same nature of of passive income. And so, yeah, I mean, it, you know, come to think of it, the more and more we talk about this out loud, he really would have been an idiot to say, yeah, no, thanks. I don't want to do that because all he had to do was put a few advertisements up on his website, a few posts in his Facebook page, and suddenly he's gotten passive income coming from the sale of your courses. Yeah. And this website, just to be clear, is I look, I view it as this cutoffscores.com. I view it as a, a lack of a better term, a curated website. I mean, it curates content and information on the website now is nothing really original. It's, it's doc. It's not um, documents. It's, it's information and data that is public. That's presented by the military, presented by the army, that it's put in a way, easy access for soldiers to go look at, and it's become an authority over time. And he, on his website, has a very deep archive of years and years of history that people can't find everywhere. So he's become an authority for, if you're looking for something that's more than recent, you can go there and look back in the archives. So he's got... Hundreds and hundreds of pages on this website of information that goes back to to 2012, I believe, which when you think about it, that's a long time in this kind of fast paced world that we live in. And that that's the beauty of his website. It's been around since 2012, I believe. Uh, it's been building traffic. It's been becoming an authority. And his monetization strategy is strictly, well, it's two, twofold. It's 95% at uh, Google AdSense ad revenue that he gets based on impressions right. and views that people who visit his site. So that mm-hmm. makes up the, the far, far and away predominant income stream for him on this. And the second income stream, much, much smaller, is he sells a counseling package for soldiers on counseling examples and different resources that adds a very small component of sales, but it's still there as well. So fast forward now, I've made the connection. This guy's a great guy. His name's his first name. I'll give you his first name. It's Fernando. He lives in Panama. He's a great guy. He's been very transparent with me. He sold websites before. He knows the drill. And he's been he's been very much a partner in this and an open book. There's nothing slimy or sleazy or <laughs> weird about it. He's shared his financials. He shared his his analytics, he's given me access to see his Google analytics, his AdSense revenue. And it's not like it's, he gave me an Excel sheet, he gave me the account access to see what's been happening. So it's very uh, validated what's been going on. So my thought is, uh, I I was perfectly content with the affiliate relationship for a while, I had no uh, real imagination that this would be something we'd pursue this soon. I thought this would Mm -hmm. be a relationship that would build over time. Uh, And then we would continue this partnership around an affiliate relationship around course sales and different things that we could think of. But he actually came back to me in an email when we were going back and forth on some different discussions on affiliates. He says, Hey, would you be interested in buying my sites? And I said, 
wow, I didn't expect that this soon. That was pretty right, cool. Right. Yeah. And and I said, I might be interested in that. Let's get on, let's get on a Zoom call and talk through it. So we got on a Zoom call a couple of days later uh, for about an hour or so, and we began the initial discussions of what that might look like. He has two website properties associated with this that we were talking about, ncosupport.com and cutoffscores.com and the 200,000 uh, follower pace, Facebook page that he has. So the first initial concept was buy it all, right? Buy it mm-hmm. all. And we talked about that and we went back and forth and some of the, some of the possibilities and we just couldn't get there in a way that made us both really comfortable on yeah. the full kit and caboodle. So what we decided to do, and we then shifted our conversation toward was, okay, I have Army Promotion Point, cutoffscores.com is a direct bolt-on to mm-hmm. that audience and that, that, uh, that business. So we talked about what would, what would it look like if we carved out cutoffscores.com and made a transaction around that. So we got to an agreement. We finally kind of nailed it down. We were very very back and forth. We, we formalized the agreement in writing. We did all of that and we got to a comfortable place that we could both live with. And, mm-hmm. um, we, we did that transaction. Uh, I've, I've, it was $15,000 and people out there going, Oh my gosh, you would spend $15,000 on a website. And let me tell you, I've said that to myself as well. Yes. You know, yeah. yeah. So what, how does that make you feel? Just thinking about 15 grand on a website. Am I nuts? Yeah. Yeah. It makes me, uh, it makes me feel a little woozy, but, yeah. uh, but I know the due diligence that you went through with this guy, you know, uh, you know, all that conversation you had just then about, you know, he shared all the, the financials with you and the, you know, analytics and all that with you. Um, especially to some of our audience, that may sound really, really scary, but, and maybe you've been a part of this in the corporate world. I know I have, been a part of merger and acquisitions in the corporate world where you have two companies, one's buying the other. And all of that information has to be shared. Uh, You you weren't going to spend anywhere near that amount of money for a website before you got to see the data behind the website. Um, And he, you know, if he wanted to make any kind of transaction here at all, he had to transparently share this information with you. Um, And so, yeah, it sounds scary. And it sounds like a lot of money to purchase a website. But you've got data behind that that suggests this is a very, very good purchase on your part. Yeah, and, and that's a great point. So I'm, I'm a big fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers football team. I know you're a basketball guy, Michael. I can't help that. We all have our flaws. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a big Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. And head coach Bruce Arian, who is a coach of the Cardinals, I live in Phoenix, was never a fan of the Cardinals, but – but he has this saying that says, he uses it a lot. It's no risk it, no biscuit, right? <laughs> so that's his I saying. Like that's his saying. And um, it, is there a guarantee that this is going to be a success story? Well, there's no guarantee of any of that. It, no guarantee Correct. at all. all yeah. Only thing that's guaranteed is I'm buying a property, a, a website that has a history of performing at a certain level that is not guaranteed of anything going forward yeah. other than you know the army could come out and change the whole process of how people get promoted and the promotion points and go a totally different direction and i have a site that has information that's not relevant anymore so yep. i mean that's always a risk right you but you, you can pivot and you can minimize that risk but for sure 
looking at the data, looking at the analytics with the main monetization strategy being AdSense revenue, his feedback to me, and I believe him because he showed me his workflow and what he does, he spends mm -hmm. no more than two hours per month on this website. And that is strictly wow. just posting a couple of things. And he's getting traffic in the neighborhood of, of 300 to 400,000 page views a month. Wow. Right now, um, just on September 25th, he got 150,000 views on one specific page. And it's very cyclical. With this website, mm -hmm. you get a lot of your traffic over like a three or four day period because of the timing of the content. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it, and that's really what drives the bulk of the, the ad revenue. And it's not making tons of money with, with the little counseling package and the ad revenue. It's making about $10,000 per year. Right now, it's right, not a right. ton, but you but you also got to think. And the way I look at it is, this is a this is a under I don't know if it's undervalued, but I I got it for fifteen grand. He wanted to to he was okay with parting with it because he wanted to go into another venture and he was going to use mm -hmm. this money to help him kickstart that. And he wasn't spending time on it, and it's not his passion anymore like it used to be. So if you look at the formulas that are out there that that are out there either on flippa.com or empirebuilders.com. These are, these are uh, third parties that sell websites that you can mm -hmm. look at different niches. The, the, the consensus is that it's, it's three to four times annual revenue. So that would put it in the 30 to $40,000 valuation. And that's loose, right. right? It could be a little more or less. So at 15 yeah. K I feel transactionally like I bought a, uh, I've got great value on yes. this transaction. And especially with not spending a lot of time on the page or on the website, not intentionally driving a lot of traffic to it, not being mobile optimized, being, you know, looking like it was set up in the 1980s or maybe the 1880s. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it <laughs> certainly s says to me, upside, 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 right? Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I, again, I think the way you kind of slowly walked into this, right. You didn't just kind of jump in right with that first email. Hey, you know, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll give you 10 or 15 grand for your site. You, you eased into it with a partnership with affiliates. And then you got to this point um, and, and you got the data behind it. And, you know, here's the, here's what I, here's a few things I, I'm pretty confident in from what I've seen of the site and all it's underperforming today. It's definitely underperforming for a number of different reasons. And I think Fernando uh, was very transparent to you about that and, and mentioned that, you know, this is just not a, a huge interest of his anymore. And so he hasn't put a whole lot of effort and time into it, but it's not mobile friendly. It's not, uh, it doesn't have a secure, um, it's not a secure website and, and all kinds of things like that. It's, it's underperforming. And, and as well as the user experience is not all that great. Uh, but if you do nothing, if you don't make any improvements to any of those things, projections suggest you'll get your money back in 18 months. That's, That's a really, really good purchase in my mind, right? Um, but I know, now I, I know you're going to do this carefully. We can talk about that a little bit. You're going to do this carefully, but I know you're going to make improvements to this site now over the next 18 months and beyond that that's going to ensure that you bring in even more revenue than what's projected right now. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the, that's one of the key reasons that 
I made the decision. And what I'll say also, and, and I know you would do this as well, is I, I hem-hauled around a little bit about it for a few days. I looked at the data, slept on it. And then the most important thing I did was have a really deep, thoughtful conversation with my wife. That's a, always right. a good idea. Yes. And, and it was not just one conversation. It was two conversations or three conversations. It was laying in bed at night, you know, before we go into sleep, before we went to sleep going, okay, what do you think? And, and I tell you, she was so supportive because she knows my passion is to pivot out of a full-time day job at some point yeah. and, and do something more for myself. And I love the idea of passive income. And we talked about what this transaction would look like. And she was very, she asked a few questions and I gave her the answers and told her what I thought and told her about a lot of, she wanted to know about the relationship with Fernando and, you know, mm -hmm. how was that? And wanted to really understand that. And, and I think the next day after the second or third conversation, I, I said, so what do you think? And she said, you know, I think you ought to do it because, uh, it oh, sounds, awesome. yeah, I think you should do it because it sounds like a, a really good opportunity to, to grow and do something with. And I know you love doing this stuff. She said to me, and I think you should do it. Awesome. And that sealed that it for awesome. me. That sealed it for yeah. me at that point, right? I needed yeah. that validation from my wife. Of course. Yeah. Because I want her to to be on board and to not just say, yeah, that's cool, but to say, okay, how's it going? To be part of the conversation, to mm -hmm. to be interested mm -hmm. in it. And and for anybody out there starting a business, and Michael and I'll tell you, if you don't have your partner, spouse, significant other, whoever that is in your life for you, if they're not on board, it's just going to be a tougher road. Absolutely. You know, we, we talk a lot about um, the fact that we can't separate the work and the family life. You, you really can't separate those two. And it doesn't matter if you're driving into the office for a corporate job that you work for someone else, or you're building your own office, you're building your own business. It doesn't matter which of those two you really can't separate those. So such a wise decision to, to talk through it with her. And, you know, kudos to her as well, because that's a pretty scary proposition for her, I'm sure, as well, to, to jump into this. Uh, yeah, you got the money associated with it. You got your time associated with it as well that, that she's probably thinking about. So, uh, you know, good on her for, yeah. for giving you that support, because I know that's a, that's a huge deal in and freeing us up to, to move forward in these kind of things. Yeah, it was. And then it's the support of you and Heather and our mastermind group and a few others that I consulted and talked with about mm -hmm. it. And that affirmation went a long way with me and my wife and just the data, the analytics and my relationship that's budding with Fernando. All of this went into it. And those are all important elements of of getting to the decision of say yes and mm -hmm. then work out the logistics, which we did. And now it's about, I'm going to wake up in a few days. So going through Yahoo small business where it's, where it's hosted with now both the domain and the website. Uh, it's, it's very antiquated as we spoke about, but it mm -hmm. takes them eight to 12 business days. When I, I called today and I got an update, they said it takes eight to 12 business days to complete the ownership transfer. We're in day, you know, business days. This is day three because we had called them jointly on Saturday evening this past week. So it's Wednesday as we record this. So it's been three business days. So over the next, let's say five to 10 business days, this transaction will conclude, I will get the I will get the asset, this property web, web property 
in my name. I've already, you know, Fernando being the great guy that he is and transparent, he's already given me access to his website as an administrator. I've been able to download his website to my PC uh, through the site builder tool that you can download. I've already made changes to all of the ad code that goes on his advertisements that when I re-upload it under my ownership, everything will be in place. So I've already made a little bit of headway there. But then I think about as we look to the future here, what do I do? And I've talked, you and I, I was in the hot seat in our mastermind this last week. Right. And part of our discussion with uh, myself, you and Heather was, was that very question, what to do. And we bantered about and talked about the different scenarios. So what we established and came up with that I'm very comfortable with is I'm going to put it into fifth gear and just hit the gas and do absolutely nothing. Yep. Right. Yep. Because get it, get it all into your control and, yes. and, and that ad money and all coming to you and just, just kind of let that thing coast to make sure you've worked out all the kinks of moving this thing into your ownership and your control. And then you can worry about making it better. Yeah. And, and to, to put $15,000 of cash out, of which I've paid $7,000 in cash already to begin the transfer and the ownership transfer is completed, I'll pay the balance. But that's real money out of pocket. That's not SNH green stamps, as you call in the South, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm not paying. You remember those books of green stamps? I do. I oh, do. Yeah. I actually have uh, some from my granddad. Um, <laughs> yeah, he had some stowed away uh, after he passed. Yeah, I'm so not, I remember those. I'm not paying with like stuff out of my third garage, like old lawn chairs and stuff like That's that. Right. I'm That's paying right. with cold, hard cash. So right. as Dave Ramsey says, if you listen to Dave, that those dollars going through your fingers, there's an emotional response <laughs> yes, to that, is. right? Yes, there so, is. So, you know, I paid this money. I paid half of it. And now I want to make sure that I get started down the road of of replenishing the cash of getting back a return yep. on that investment, which is initially getting the investment back, as you mentioned, would be 18 months of nothing changed. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not so foolish that I, you change ownership, you change a few things, it could affect some of that initially, it shouldn't because it's staying with Yahoo, I'm not changing hosts, I'm not doing anything to disrupt that. But and I'm not changing links, I'm not changing, I'm not changing anything. Because if nothing else, my goal is if it's earning a dollar today, I want it to earn a dollar tomorrow. I'm not looking for $2 right. tomorrow, and I'm not looking for 50 cents tomorrow. I'm looking to, to keep it even, Stephen, for initially out of the gate. Because what that'll tell me was I didn't do anything that's harming or disrupting what was already in place, regardless if it was good or bad. So what do you think about that? Yeah, so I and, and I know that you're kind of entering into some unknowns here, and 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 I know Heather and I weren't able to give you a lot of great uh, clarity on some of those unknowns, but now you've, you know, with the strategy you've chosen of just get it moved over to your ownership and control and leave it sitting for a little while. Now you've got some time to go and find the right people, the right resources to learn, because one of the things that you don't want to do is make some kind of change that messes up the SEO because they're ranking top of the first page for all of your search words. And you don't want to do anything, make any kind of changes that might mess that up. And so you get it into your control and your ownership, let it earn the money, the dollar for dollar that it, that it is today. 
And then in a very wise and methodical way, you can start to make the changes that are going to improve it without disrupting the SEO that's there already. Yeah. And, and that's the, and that's the goal, right? Let's, let's, get it over. Let's complete the transaction of ownership. Let's get it in place. Let's make sure that it's didn't lose any gusto in the transfer. Let's make sure that it's at least on a level playing field or may go down a little bit or whatever, as long as it's not moving too much. And mm-hmm. then it's about what are the first intentional steps that I'm going to take? And I'm not going to do this. And I'd recommend that anyone out there that is starting a business, buying a website, considering changes, doing A-B testing with email marketing, things like that. You don't want to make more than one change at a time, right? right? You just don't want to do that because you're not going to understand or know what change caused what to happen. And you're going to get lost in the data. And then you're going to try to un- try to recover and undo. And then you all, all that could happen, you could hit the jackpot and things be great, but I would I would say more likely than not, you're going to create problems that you're not going to be able to diagnose and isolate. So that's going to be key. So the f- couple of things out of the gate that I know I can do with very little risk are put a, a an SSL, put a make that a secure mm-hmm. website. And it's and it's yep. interesting that within the site builder portal, there's a little toggle that says. <laughs> It, it, uh, activate your SSL certificate. It's all it is. It's a toggle and it's off. So, so it can be done. It's yes. done. It's in the portal. And all you gotta do is click the button and it's, it's, it will do that. And that should do nothing but help your organic yes. rankings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Google's going to think more highly of that page knowing that it has a secure site. Yeah. And it's, it's got pretty good authority. Just, I'm looking at some data here over the last seven days. Uh, just looking back seven days, it's had 34,000 users on that website, 83,000 sessions. It's had a very low bounce rate of 24%, which is a very low bounce rate and an average session duration of four minutes, which is really good. And of that 34,000, of the 34,000 users or what is it called? Yeah, users over the last seven days, 29,000 of those are organic traffic from Google, not paid ads, not other referrals, not anything like that, but just, I needed something. I punched it into Google and this website came up first page, probably one, two or three. Yeah. So for the audience that may not know, that's what organic traffic is, right? Somebody went to Google, typed in some search words. We've called them keywords here a couple of times on the podcast, but typed in some search words and clicked on the first or second or third item that showed up in Google, that is organic traffic. And and tell me that number again, did you just said? Yep. So the last seven days, 34,000 users have visited the page or visited the website. Of the Mm -hmm. 34,000, 20, actually, it's more than that. I'm looking at one day, it was 29,000. So more than 30,000 of the 34,000 are organic Organic traffic being and i'm looking for something what's google gonna say and google says go to this website because it's got what you want yep and so in you know like you said the the whole google business transaction period and all that so in eight to twelve business days that thirty thousand visitors from organic searches are are coming to your website now not fernando's and and the AdSense that is generated from their visits there is now coming to you. Yeah, that's correct. And and it's earning 
you know, a, let's say a run rate of, um, you know, $9,000 a year right now. It's probably $1,000 of that little counseling package yep. that he, that's yep. being sold. Um, but let's say $9,000 a year. It doesn't sound like a lot, but, you know, I, sp- I spend 15, I get nine, let's say a year and a half, this payback. And then if I just make these very thoughtful, careful, intentional improvements to the site, which starts with securing the site, which starts with mm-hmm. uh, just some very basic uh, content improvements as far as frequency and getting a little more current content out there, nothing spectacular um, right. that can begin to improve that. And then at some point, and I don't know when this point will be, and I know you and myself, Heather and our mastermind group are going to be going through some 2021 goal setting exercises coming That's up right. here in yep. the month of October of 2020. And we're going to establish what next year looks like. And I'm pretty confident that one of my goals next year will be to, to take this and migrate this website over to a more modern themed WordPress mm-hmm. site that is going to even improve the user experience, the authority, yeah. the maturity, all those things. But I got to do that very carefully. I'm likely to get some help with that or, or study up on it and do it so slowly that I can learn and do it myself. Don't know yet, but I've got to maintain link integrity. I've got to do all these things because that will all impact uh, SEO. And and we want right. to make sure that I don't lose sight of the prize, which is this is a passive income, kind of a curated portal of information that gets great traffic that mm-hmm. drives stable ad revenue. And I just want to continue to improve on it slowly once I validate that it's stable, once I get it under my ownership. So that's right. kind of the future. Yep. That's what I see going forward. And and we'll certainly provide updates here on, on, on the podcast on different things that I'm learning. And I think this is a great opportunity for others to in this case, for this project that I'm working on to learn, to yeah. learn along with me. And as I share that, to, if you take a, an insight or one point away that can help you on your journey, then I think it's, I think it's phenomenal for the listeners out there. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's really, really exciting. I, I, I'm, I'm happy for you and excited for the progress here. You know, you, you spoke earlier about there being some risks of this. Yeah. You've spent, spent this money and, and yeah, you, you, you've got to do some work to get this thing transitioned and all that. Uh, and there are some risks associated with that. Nothing is guaranteed except for this, this, I do believe I can safely guarantee you. If you hadn't gone down this path and, and made this transaction in eight to 12 business days, you would not have that type of traffic. Right. No yeah. way you would have that number of traffic in eight to 12 business days. I can guarantee that. Yeah, right? you're right. And so, yeah, there's risk associated with it. But again, I think you have carefully, wisely and methodically kind of walked through this. You didn't just kind of jump off in the deep end. You've carefully and wisely and methodically walked through this. Uh, and ultimately, again, we're both business guys here. When I look at the numbers, the same numbers you have and all that, I think you've made a really wise decision and um, you know, it's just going to go up from here is, is my projection. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad to share it with our audience because like you said, some of our audience just might be in this same boat. Um, yeah. I know. And considering things like this. Absolutely. I would have loved to have uh, 
stumbled across a podcast that would give me some insight and just somebody, yeah. somebody a month ahead of me, somebody a month yeah. ahead of me on this journey. That's like, okay, I'm going there in the next 30 days. What has this person gone through? If I can help and share with that, you know, people can reach out to us. I know they can go to our, our web, our, um, uh, simple cast podcast web, web page. And I know you'll give that out here at the end and they can yep. connect with yep. us and, and do all that if you have any questions at all, but I'll, I'll end my part with this. I'm excited about what the future holds. I love the fact that part of it is unknown because I get to learn, grow, develop, and get the experiences in life that I don't already have. And this is a, yeah. This is a risky, there's money at stake, but it's not like I bought a, a $500,000 flip house. I'm trying to make a buck on either here. So this is exactly controlled, yep. managed risk that has good data. It has good bones to it that with a little bit of TLC and, and focus, it could become more and really be a nice, nice investment uh, for the future. So I look forward to sharing this continuing to share, share my experiences and, and, you know, successes and failures and everything in between with this journey. And we'll touch in on it from time to time. And I'm looking forward to just this conversation, just continuing down the path on this topic. So good, good stuff, my friend, great conversation today. I'm looking forward to our next step. Ep- this is that, you believe we're on episode 53? No kidding. I know, man. We, it seems like we've, just gotten started and in, in, what well, we're a year into this thing already. That's crazy. I it's love cra- it. I, I love, love it. it. I love it. Yeah. 52 was a year. We only missed yep. one week in the last That's year. Right. So, That's right. so good stuff. I, I, I love our time together. You want to button us up? Yeah, I'll do that. So, so first of all, Stephen, thanks for sharing that story and, and all the details of it. And, and, and I know there's a lot of transparency in you sharing that, but I think it's really, really good for us to share these type of adventures in our online business because our audience for me, this kind of content, it's informational, right? It's educational, it's motivational. Uh, there might be audience members out there that, you know, this type of transaction would just scare you to death. And 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 it should in some ways, but you've seen how Steven's kind of wisely walked through this and the things that he's looked at and so forth. And so I guess if I were gonna give you a call to action today, it would be, Take action the way Stephen has. Take some small steps, incremental steps, but take action and start doing things like Longtail Pro and Uber Suggest. You'll find links to those in the show notes over at adventuresinonlinebusiness.com, adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. And that's where you'll find the show notes. Again, this is episode 53, and you'll find links to Longtail Pro and Uber Suggest and others that we've mentioned as a part of this. But just start taking action and uh, you'll see similar results and get similar excitement and all that Stephen and I are experiencing. And until Stephen and I speak to you again next week, be blessed, lead well.